y'all. Thank you so much, Megan. Welcome to Highlight Church Sunday online. Yes. Let's yeah. clap it up again, everybody. Wow. Hey, happy Mother's Day out there to all of our amazing mothers. We are thinking about you today and praying for you, and, and we just praise God for you. I know yeah. I, I have an amazing mom. Mom, if you're watching, I love you. Yeah. We made it. No, I'm playing. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love you, and, and I miss you, and I can't wait to see you. So um, maybe you have the privilege and the opportunity to be with your mother right now. Um, it is truly a gift from God. Yes. So enjoy her presence and enjoy her cooking uh, today. You're going to have a great time. But with that being said, today we start a brand new series, Happy yes. Habits. And um, man, I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm excited. It's all about creating rhythms to maximize our joy and potential. And so I have a special gift for you today. Today, I'm actually not preaching, but my lovely wife, the mother of my children, yes. she will be bringing the word today. Come on, guys. Let's celebrate God for her. Hey, babe. <laughs> don't want to mess up your lipstick, but baby, yes, you look beautiful. Don't. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much. Well, have a good time, and we're ready to receive. All right. Thank you, let's dear. Let's do this. Yes, yes, let's yes, yes, yes. Come on, highlight. How are you guys? You guys doing good? I love it. I love it. Well, happy Mother's Day. And I want to give a shout out to my mom too. Mom, I love you. You are amazing. You are so strong. You've done so well just raising us as kids. You are beautiful. I adore you. You inspire me. And I love you. I miss you. I'll see you very soon. So with that church, I want you to invite your moms right now to join you. Uh, with, and maybe they're already online with you, and that's great. If not, let's hit the share button because we never know who is watching. So let's make sure that we do that right now, right where you are. Hit that share button. Let's change someone's life today. So with that, we are going to get started. Happy Habits. Who's excited about this new series? I'm excited. I will have to say, we've been really working on some good habits in our household, breaking some bad ones. And so before Pastor and I are able to even preach or teach this, it's got to get into our hearts. And that's what God has been doing over the past month in our house. And so I'm excited to get into this because I feel just fresh, renewed, because this is what God is doing currently on the inside of me. And it is sparking so much joy. And in this season, that is what we need. It truly is what we need. So happy habits, it's all about creating rhythms that maximize our joy. This is an in time, timely seasoned word. And what that simply means is that God himself sent this word down to our pastor. Pastor, I'm so thankful for you for being obedient to the call of God on your life. And, and because he is obedient, because he does have this habit of waking up at 6 a.m., he's hearing from God. And so God specifically spoke that this is the season that if we do not get some good habits in our lives, it can be a detriment to our purpose, to the plan that God has for us. But if we get on it, if we get on top of it, if we do the things God is calling us to do, we're propelling into Amen. everything that he has for us. So church, this is the season, not for us to back down. Look, I know COVID has been here. We've been in our homes going on almost 60 days. It's crazy. No one would have ever thought that 2020 would have been this way, but we're here now. So what do we do with it? 
we maximize the potential that is before us. And Pastor gave a timely message last Sunday about optimizing our time. That's going to be part of just this happy habits. That's what we're forming as a church. And I'm just, I'm excited to be sharing this message with you that God has laid on my heart. So before we get really started, I just want to pray um, because ultimately I'm his vessel. So let's pray. Father God, I just thank you. I give you the glory. Father, use me. I am your vessel. I get me out of the way. Speak, Father. Speak to your children. Speak to those that are on the other side um, of this camera that are at home, whether they're in their living rooms and their bedrooms, God. You know where they are. You know what they need from you. Speak to them, God, as only you know and how you can. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Yes. Yes, church. So a habit is this. It's defined as a routine of behaviors that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. So it's automatic without us even thinking. We do habits that we're not even aware of. And the habit loop, I just read a powerful book. It was all about the power of habit. That's the title. And I didn't really read it. I heard it. I did an audible because I'm an auditory learner. Hello to all my auditory learners out there. And it was awesome. I mean, the, just the message and the new um, wisdom that I was able to obtain from this book was phenomenal. And one thing that the book really hit on was this habit loop and how us as people have cues. We have cues. Then we enter into a routine. And after that routine comes a reward. So whether that is a bad habit or a good habit, that's kind of how we enter into these habits that we have in our life. So there are cues that are being sent your way in this season. What does your routine look like? What does your routine look like? You know, for me, I didn't have that good of a habit. <laughs> uh, just a couple weeks ago, I'm going to be honest, what I started to realize that my cue was 8 p.m., that at 8 p.m., I was exhausted. I was spent. I've all day been loving on my kids, doing this crisis schooling at home, getting the church where it needs to be, all this stuff. So I would get home at 8, and I would just slouch on the couch and foggy, like foggy. And it was crazy. And I just realized in such a fast time, I began to put on weight, you know? And God just stopped me and was like, Kyra, this is your cue. It's 8 p.m., what will be your routine that will bring me glory? Because here's the thing, my reward, the reward that I want is the fact that I can run up the stairs with my kids and not be out of breath. Hello, somebody. My reward is that I'm able to wake up energized with the joy that God has for me for that day. And so I had to enter into this process myself. So church, as we are in this together, we are truly in this together. So let's get on this heavy, happy habit cycle. And Ephesians 4, 20 through 23, says this, Paul says this, but that isn't what you were taught about Jesus Christ. He is the truth. And you heard about him and learned about him. You were told that your foolish desires would, will destroy you and that you must give up your old way of life with all its bad habits. So let the spirit change your way of thinking. It starts in here, y'all. It starts in here and make you into a new person because you were created to be like God. And so you must please him and be truly holy, truly holy. So church, this message is entitled, Get Into the Habit. 
That's what we're doing. We are getting into the habit as a church. We are not backing down in this season. We are getting up. We are doing the things that God has called us to so that we're excellent. We're going from good to great church. And that is what he is commanding of us in this season. So there's three takeaways. And I was asking the Lord, where, are we gonna, where do you want us to speak? And he brought me to Genesis. Because in the beginning, he created the heavens and the earth. He created all of this to serve us. There were habits that, that, the, that Adam just activated in because God had placed it all before him. Yeah. And so point number one is this, let's get into the habit of waking up early. <laughs> let's get into the habit of waking up early. Some of you may say, pastor, I'm already doing that. Well, what does earlier look like? Maybe you need just an extra 30 minutes in order to spend some alone time with the Lord. So I have been challenging myself by going on Instagram Live, and you ladies have been joining me every morning at 7.30. Has it been a blessing? Yes. We're going through the book of James. Yeah. And I I don't care what I look like. The reason why I'm not doing Zoom is so I don't force all the other ladies to kind of have to do their hair and their makeup and feel like they have to, like, show up. So we go on Instagram Live, but it's been holding me accountable. Because every night before bed, I say, I've got to get up because there's other people that are waiting for me. So what is your reward in order to put this habit into place? Let's go here. Genesis chapter 1. We're going to start in verse 14, and we're going to read to 23. So let's, let's go here. Then God said, let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be, be signs to mark the season, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth, and that is what happened. God made two great lights the larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. And then he also made stars. And God set these lights in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and the night and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, marked the fourth day. Verse 20, then God said, let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created the great sea creatures and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water and every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. And then God blessed them saying, be fruitful, multiply, let the fish fill the seas and let the birds multiply the earth. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fifth day. So I have a funny story about you, Pastor, my husband, and who I love so dearly. <laughs> but um, I was, it was last year. There was this bird that loved to wake us up at five in the morning. And Pastor is a light sleeper. Like, he hears something like a pen drop, and he's waking up. You know, where are the kids? What's going on? You know, that's just how he sleeps. And so this bird would come literally at 5 a.m. <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't a pleasant sound. I'm not going to lie, babe. It was, it was not an easy sound to listen to. But I'm a deep sleeper, so it didn't really matter. Like, I didn't care. I just went back to sleep. And so it was a season that we were, you know, doing what we had to do as a church. And it would force pastor to actually wake up like an hour earlier than what he usually would do. And um, I got to Ecclesiastes. And there is verses in Ecclesiastes, and it's amazing. But simply put, it just says, like, be grateful that the birds are here. Because when you're older, you're not going to be able to hear them. They're pretty much your alarm clock to wake up. So this got me thinking that Adam was placed upon the earth 
and he didn't have beds. He wasn't in a home, you know? He didn't have blinds to be able to make everything dark. He would probably lay on bedrocks or like soft grass. I have no idea. But think about it. As the sun began to rise and the birds began to chirp, those were his, that was his alarm. That was him waking up. And it wasn't only Adam. We see people in, in the scriptures, early in the morning, scripture would say, early in the morning, the Lord came. Early in the morning, the Lord spoke. Exodus 34, Moses is, is having, uh, he's, he's getting the Ten Commandments ready. And it says here that early in the morning, he climbed Mount Sinai and the, as the Lord had commanded him. And I think about, had Moses snooze his alarm clock, he would have missed out on the opportunity to see God pass him by. Because no one else in scripture has been able to have such an encounter with God. What are those opportunities that we are passing by because we're hitting snooze? What are those things in the morning that God is calling us to get after, but we're missing them because we're hitting snooze? Then I think about Joshua in chapter 3. Joshua was raised up by Moses, a great leader. A gr- he, he was amazing. He led the people to the promised land. But see, before he had to lead the people to the promised land, God commanded him, get up early, be strong, be courageous, lead these people. And when you get up early, when you go to the sea bank, they will then know that I have called you, that you are their leader. So right now in their season, there are people that are waiting on you to get up early. There are people that are waiting on you so God can point the finger and say, that's my guy, that's my girl. And so we've got to be people that are waking up early and rising up and getting after it. I think of Jesus. So like the scriptures all over just says that he woke up early. Oftentimes he would be up all night just praying. But in the beginning of his ministry, mostly you would see that he would wake up early. Mark 1 says that Jesus woke up early to pray. Jesus positioned himself to be able to hear from God, to have just these quiet moments that the morning provides. So church, we have to get into the habit of waking up early, not into the habit of picking up our phone, not into the habit of going to Instagram because Instagram can't feed our souls, not into the habit of going onto Facebook because Facebook is not the book of life. I mean, we, those, are not, those are the habits that we must break, not checking our emails. Those emails will get answered. You will answer them. But right now, church, the first 30 minutes of our morning, we need God. We need to get into his scriptures. We need to feed ourselves. We need to set ourselves upon his path, not ours. And so let's begin to form new habits in this season. Let's encourage one another. The Bible says, encourage one another, stir each other's faith up. So who's that person that you can reach out to and say, hey girl, I need you to hold me accountable for 21 days. Let's wake up at 7 a.m. and let's read this word. Who's that guy that you can reach out to and say, hey, let's wake up at 6 a.m., let's read the word, let's pray together. 15 minutes, 30 minutes. It doesn't take your entire day. Let's be that church. Again, remember, a habit loop is a cue. It's your response, and then you receive a reward. So let's be people that at the cue of that alarm at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., we're getting into our word. Allow the reward to be that you call somebody that day and encourage them in the words of God that you just spoke about. 
That is how you will continue to fuel this habit that God is calling us to in this morning. That is how we become a church going from good to great. We are called to be excellent. We are not called to back down. Not ever, not now. And so this is what, church, this is what God is speaking to us. Let's be early risers. Let's position ourselves on that mountain to be able to see God like Moses did. Let's position ourselves at the sea bank so that literally the the seas can part at God's command. Let's position ourselves to be able to pray over people just like Jesus did. Point number two here is get into the habit of declaring and activating. Declaring and activating. Let's read this, Genesis 1, 26 through 31. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals, and all the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. And then God said, look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant, everything that you need throughout the earth and all the fruit in the trees for food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals and the birds in the sky and the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all he had made and he saw that it was very good, not just yeah. good. When he made you, he said, man, this is very wow. good. Yeah. And evening passed and morning came and marked the sixth day. We were made in the image of God, friends, to be like him, to declare and to activate, to declare and to activate. We have an awesome church. Yeah. Highlight you guys are amazing. We have been able to fill over 4,500 packs over at Mana Food. Yes, we have given over 500 pounds of food to Gaithersburg Help. We are feeding the front lines every Friday. Uh, we're over there at Shady Grove giving those nurses and healthcare workers and doctors food. We are being the church in the season. Uh, people that even have needs within our church, we're feeding them. We're, we're, we're providing letters to the elderly. Let them know you are not alone. We're in this together. All of this hap- has happened because pastor declared and activated the word that he heard from the Lord. Think about it. Highlight in 2012 was just writing in a journal. That's all it was. He declared in that journal and then he began to activate himself. Even when the the no's came coming, when we asked people to move, even when we started the church and having interest meetings and they may have been no, like, I don't know if this is gonna work. We still declared and activated. And because he did that, others began to declare and activate. We have to form a habit as people that we declare every good thing and we get activated because it's not just declaring because that's verbal, right? It doesn't just stop with the verbal. It goes to the activation, the action part. We got to get active. Your habit of declaring will bring you the help that you need. And that's what we saw 
with Highlight Church, and it's been a little bit over three years. But as we declared and as we activated, God just opened doors. He opened doors for people to come. Over 250 salvations, over 100 baptisms, like that has all happened because we declared and we activated as a church. So he opened the doors to be able to help and and just bring the things that Highlight needed. And so we also see this in scripture happening, Genesis 2, 19 through 20. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave them names to all the livestock and all the birds of the sky and the wild animals. This is what Adam was doing. He was declaring. He was saying, you will be lion and you will roar and you will rule kingdoms right? He began to declare things and he tended to the grounds and the things that God had told him to take care of. And because of this, it says, but still there was no helper just right for him. And if we keep reading, what does God do? He brings him Eve. Because what Adam was declaring and activating opened the door for God to continue to move. So there are things that God is calling you to declare in this season. What are you declaring? And it's not just declaring. We don't stop at that. We move on to the action. So you are a good mom. So you love on those kids hard, mom. You are a good dad. Love on those kids. Good dad. You are a good student. Go get that work done. Make those A's. Apply for that college. Apply for that thing you know. You are a business owner. So yeah, businesses may have slowed down, but it doesn't mean you stop dreaming. It doesn't mean you stop pressing in. It doesn't mean you stop believing. You declare and get active in this season. Get activated in this season. Matthew 7, 7 through 8, Jesus says this. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock. Come on. And that door will be opened. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. That is what we're called to do, church. We don't stop asking. We don't stop declaring. We get up. We get active. We get activated. And in this season, I know it's hard. I get it. Have someone hold you accountable. Like Pastor said, Netflix is not your friend. That couch is not your friend. That refrigerator, totally not your friend. You know, we have to begin to get activated in this season so that when all of this is over, we're 10 steps ahead. We are 10 steps ahead. The last point here is get into the habit of rest. Get into the habit of rest. So with all that, right? With, with all of that, with waking up early, declaring and activating, we have to make sure that we time block rest in our weekly schedules. Genesis 2, 1 through 3. Um, so he created the heavens of the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. You know, I often stop at that and like, you're God. God doesn't really need rest, Right? But he did that to show and prove a point to us, right? And God blessed the seventh day. He declared it holy, meaning he separated it to really show us, you need to rest. You need rest. You need rest. You need rest. We need to make sure that we block out time for rest. Here are some benefits of rest. 
It reduces stress. It reduces inflammation. It reduces your risk for developing heart disease. It boosts your immune system. We need that, right? We need our immune system to be rocking. You become more creative. Shout out to my creative team. They are amazing with this happy habits. Come on, this is super cool. You become more productive and you actually focus better. And we were created in the image of God and so we must take a day to rest. And here's the thing. It's not just, I'm gonna lounge in my bed all day long, not answer my phone, not do anything. I've been caught in that trap. And it's not good because the next day, you carry on what seems like depression and the enemy gets a foothold. That's not true resting. Resting is there's chaos around you, but you're at peace. You're at peace because you know that God is in control. Matthew 11 verse 28 says, come to me, this is Jesus, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, Jesus says, because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. So Jesus wants to walk alongside you in this season. He wants to walk alongside us in this season. He does not want us to go through this alone because it's too heavy for us to carry, friend. And you've been carrying a load that you weren't meant to carry by yourself. You see, they would put two oxen, they still do, and they would put this yoke on them so that they can carry this huge, just barrels of whatever they needed to carry together. And that's who Jesus is for us. That's who Jesus is for you. He wants to lighten that load. In this season, we need Jesus, friends. We need to give it up. We need to give it to him because we can't do this alone. We can't do this without his power and his love and just all of the goodness that he provides. He truly is the only one who knows how to love us and love us so well. And you might say, you know, Pastor, I don't know if I truly know Jesus because I am so at chaos and my soul is un- with this not like I don't feel settled and, and there's so much heaviness. I just want to encourage you. It takes a simple prayer yeah. and faith to believe that he is right there sitting next to you yes. where you are. Jesus wants to hold your hand and get you up from that place. And that is who he is for you. And so together, friends, let's just pray this prayer. And if you've never given your life to Jesus, I want to invite you. Make him the Lord of your life. He, he wants to come. The Holy Spirit wants to come and settle in to be able to make this all easy because we can't do this without him. Yeah. You know, we, we need his, his sovereignty and his power to wake up in the morning. We need him to remind us to continue to declare. We need him in order to do these things. So will you pray with me? Let's bow our heads together, church, and just pray this. Father God, forgive me for my sins. God, I am not perfect, and I need you. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. So make your way into my heart. 
Holy Spirit, come have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Come on, church, let's celebrate. For all those who just said that prayer for the first time, I want to encourage you, do not leave this live feed without connecting with us. We are giving you handles right now in this chat. Press that link. Let us know that you gave your life to Jesus today. We want to pray. We want to follow up. We want to make sure that you are not alone in this journey. I needed someone when I gave my life to Christ. I wasn't just coming up here by myself. Like, no, I needed people around me to let me know that I was not alone. And that is who we are for you. So this is it. Happy habits. Let's get after it, church. Let's wake up early. Let's declare. Let's get activated. And everything God has, find a day of rest. And we will see you next week.